Welcome to the All Around Joe Podcast, where we optimize your human performance from my personal experience as an athlete, coach, and all-around self-improvement junkie. All right, guys out there in podcast land, I hope you're having a fantastic day so far. First thing I wanted to talk about today is I just learned that if I get my free subscribers up on iTunes, that helps me to get my podcast seen by more people. So if you're listening to this show and you haven't subscribed, head over to allaroundjoe.com slash iTunes and you can subscribe 100% for free. All right. And what that does is it just makes your or on your iTunes or Apple podcast app. It has my podcast pop up every Thursday morning when I release a new one. Actually, this one I'm recording right now on Thursday morning because I recorded one yesterday and I decided that I didn't like the flow of it. Not only that, I recorded it and then I tried to get it published up, but the internet connection was so slow that I wasn't able to get it published. And then after sleeping on it, that was when I decided, oh, I think that I didn't like the way that that one went for me, so I'm going to redo it. It didn't come from the right place. So that's why I'm a little bit late on releasing this one. So if you are already a subscriber, thank you. High five. Love you. And sorry for not getting this podcast out, usually at the 6 a.m. on Thursday mornings that I try to get it released. So I'm going to get this guy recorded, head over into the Starbucks because I'm in a Starbucks parking lot right now, and then hopefully get it all uploaded, downloaded, which has to happen several times in order for me to actually get it on to your preferred podcasting source. So head over to allaroundjoe.com slash iTunes. That will send you into either your browser app or into actually iTunes if you're on your phone. Click the subscribe button. Um, or you may actually have to, if you're in your browser, click on open in iTunes and then click the subscribe button. If you're, I mean, on your browser, in your on your computer. So there you go. This podcast is brought to you by the Get Better Project, which is the the program that I'm doing right now, well, indefinitely. It's my Get Better Project daily workout program, which is a right now a group on Facebook where you get daily workouts, videos of those workouts so that you can see how you should do all of the movements, and you get to interact with me on a regular basis. So in a traditional way that I've done things, I've sold things like uh, nutrition coaching or one-off products. But this program is a daily thing. So you get to interact. You get workouts every single day. I'm doing videos for you, trainings on, like I just did one on how to set up your diet for success, where I actually walk you through how I set up my and my clients, my fitness pal program. So you can get into that by going to the getbetterproject.com and then clicking on programs, and then there's a get, a get Better Project daily workouts program on there that you can sign up for. It's $40 a month, and you get pretty much access to me just as if you were paying for my $250 a month uh, nutrition coaching. I'm just giving it all to you on that program. It's super fun for me. I love being able to interact with a high number of people and see how you guys are progressing. It is so much fun. So please head over to the getbetterproject.com, click on programs and select daily workouts, $40 a month. I'd love to have you in the group. If you have any questions, let me know. And 
we'll get right into this podcast now, which is why abs don't start in the kitchen, they start with movement. And the reason that I was prompted to do this podcast was because out here on the road, living in a van, and even when I was living in Seattle full-time, a lot of times when I would meet new people, or people would see me or see myself and Emily, they would be prompted to come and say hello to us. And one of the things that they seemed to always bring up once they started feeling comfortable was that they knew about how to get in great shape, what to eat, all of that stuff. They knew about it and they would let us know, oh, I, you know, I heard excuses all the time. You know, abs are made in the kitchen. That's one that I heard a lot. So that's why I put the show title up there. So I'm going to debunk that or talk to you about why it, it, it is and isn't true. It, abs are made, not made in the kitchen. They're, they start with movement. All right. That's what it really comes down to. But there's more to it. And we're going to get into that in this podcast. But the excuses, it's really interesting. People would come up to me and they would always have something to say like, oh, I know that, you know, abs are made in the kitchen. And I, you know, I just don't have the time for that or whatnot. There's always this excuse. They like look us up and down. They're like, oh, I, you know, I tried keto. Yeah, I lost some weight, but then I, you know, I got off of it and I put the weight back on, you know, or I don't have time to do what you guys do. That's another one. That's a great one. And getting back to the Get Better Project, it only takes gosh, usually 30 to maybe 60 minutes, depending on which piece you do, because I have it set up so that you can pretty much do it anywhere, or you could do it in a gym, or you could do it just with a kettlebell. I try to make it as accessible for you as possible so that you don't have to worry about it, so that you could literally put a kettlebell in your car and go do it in the Starbucks parking lot like I do. So if you see me out there and you want to do a kettlebell workout, you know, stop by and we'll do a kettlebell workout. It'll be fantastic. But you could do it in the parking lot of your gym. You could do it in the parking ride. You could do it in your driveway, whatever it may be. It's just so simple that we don't have to confine ourselves to all of these things. Like I got to drive to the gym. Then I got to go get ready and put my clothes on. Then I've got to, you know, go figure out what I'm going to do. Nope. This is designed so that you don't have to figure out what to do. And you've got an expert of 20 years of experience that has done it himself and has been coaching people for 20 years to help you out. So I love motivating people. I love working with people like yourself. So sign up for that program. It'll be fantastic. But I hear people also say like, you know, I, I love carbs too much. I can't do what you do. I love, I, I just love carbs way too much. And I'll just laugh and be like, sometimes I'll, I'll say, you have any idea how many carbs I eat? I eat a, a lot Let's put it that way. A lot of carbs, a ton of them. We eat so many carbs, um, but it depends on what you're trying to do. You know, depends on uh, what your macros should be for you individually, what your blood testing shows. If you're going to go down that route, which I highly recommend y'all check out InsideTracker.com. Use the code AllAroundJoe to get yourself a discount on your blood work. Any of the packages are awesome. But, you know, we're doing that every three to six months just to make sure our bodies are in tip-top shape. We don't rely upon our general practitioner to tell us, you know, whether or not we're healthy. We go and get that stuff checked ourselves, which is where the medical field is going anyway. I mean, it's all going down the road of, you know, self, self-analysis so that you know when something comes up early, you can go get it checked out if you need to. But you're pretty much, you have the idea of what's going on all the time. You know, I've had people tell me when you hit 40, it all changes. And that's my favorite excuse. That is my super duper favorite excuse. And then I tell them that I'm 38 and they're like, well, maybe for you, it'll be a little later. And it's like, 
you actually don't know what you're talking about. So let's not talk about it. And so it's okay. And part of this show is about being humble. All right. So an example of being humble is I am trying my best to sell the, you know what, out of this Get Better Project daily program because I, I love it. It's so much fun. I can help people in such a cool way, but I'm not good at sales. And when people tell me or give me feedback on it, because I'm asking for feedback, it's really uncomfortable for me. And it's, I imagine it's the same way that it's really uncomfortable for people who, it must be why they, they tell me that they don't have time to work out or once they hit 40, it's, you know, all downhill from there. They must, they must just be uncomfortable so that they feel like they have to have an excuse. And I would do that too. Like people would say, oh yeah, you, you should do this. You should change this wording and I'll have an excuse for it. Whereas I don't, there's no reason for me to have an excuse or you to have an excuse. We should just be students and, and listen to people that are smarter than us so that we can make those changes. That's what it comes down to. You know, if I can help you out, which I'm pretty sure almost most people I can help out to reach their health, fitness, performance goals. We need to just ask questions rather than giving statements or defending our position. And for some reason, we've, a lot of us have been taught to defend our position rather than to ask quality questions. When I'm doing this podcast and doing a lot of podcasts and interviewing, I've, I've started to learn that, that it's much more interesting to keep our mouth shut and ask quality questions than it is to try and be right. And it does, it's not about being right. It's about being interested and trying to quote unquote get better. So when somebody says abs, start in the kitchen and they firmly believe that. And I've heard it a lot. So I wanted to, to really address that. It's interesting because here's how I explain it. Abs do potentially come from what you do in the kitchen or what you're eating, but it only happens if you start with a movement plan. And that's why I going back to the get better project. I keep going back to it because it's so cool all you have to do is get on a consistent exercise plan that is constantly varied, that goes short, medium, long, that does all kinds of things to challenge your body because our bodies need to be challenged, not in a way that you're like dying, right? All the time, but in a way that is different, right? If you are a weightlifter, let's say, and all you do is lift heavy weights, you know, you don't do anything else. And then you go start training for an endurance race, like a marathon or a row or something like that. Your body is going to adapt and get huge results because it is so different from what you're used to doing that it has nothing to do but change. Okay. So what we're trying to do and what I do in the get better, excuse me, get better project is create an environment where your body is constantly having to adapt, all right, which is really cool. You're constantly getting better in all these different areas. So if you're trying to create something like abs, you have that pattern down. You just have to show up and follow it. So you need to, even if you're not doing my program, that's fine. I just want you to get out and move, but that's the number one thing. Get out and move. And you have to do it in a way that it's, like I said, varied. So that's why a good CrossFit gym is invaluable. You go to a good CrossFit gym that has good programming, good coaching. You want to move really, really well, meaning that your body is moving in ways that it's supposed to. Maybe not the way that you've taught it to, but the way that it's supposed to. And if you're in a good CrossFit gym, you'll be taught that. You'll be almost 
not in a, in a bad way, but forced and held accountable to moving in a way that you should be. And that's why I do videos for every single one of the workouts that we do so that you can see how your body should move when you're doing these exercises, when you're doing these workouts. So once you have that program down, you're doing four to six days a week of working out, movement, and it's constantly varied. It's a way that your body has to adapt. Then getting those abs become 70 to 80% of what you're eating. Only at that point. Could you, if you had some massively genetic advantage to having muscles, have abs no matter what? Absolutely. Everybody's different. And that's why every diet plan is a little bit different. It's not the same. You have a starting point and then you move in a certain direction to get to where you want to go. And it's different. Sometimes it takes more. Sometimes it takes less. It's different. So you have your exercise set up. Then you go to the kitchen. All right. And the way that I set it up for people, if you haven't done that already, is you go to allaroundjoe.com slash 88 and you follow the program. I pretty much set up people, and I tell people this all the time. I set them up on 40% carbohydrates, 30% fat, 30% protein. Protein. I line the protein number up with your ideal body weight and then let the other things fall into place. And I actually just learned, uh, thanks to Pamela Stevenson, that if you follow my program, so 40-30-30 in MyFitnessPal, and then you go to what their goals are and say, I want to lose one pound of fat per week. And that's their goal. It actually reprograms what we did by putting in the custom 40, 30, 30 and aligning the protein with your ideal body weight. So it throws that off. So what I'm saying here is that if you do the custom 40, 30, 30 with the protein aligned with what your ideal body weight is, which I recommend you do, you don't need to look at or touch any of the actual goals that MyFitnessPal has available for you because you just customize it based off of what All Around Joe likes to do with his clients because it works. So don't even worry about that. And it will tell you, actually, I I was playing with the app yesterday. It will tell you if you click on, you know, I want to lose two pounds of body fat a week, it will tell you you're going to change your customized program so don't change it. Don't adjust it. But here's the weird thing is if you do have that customized 40, 30, 30, it still keeps the goal that was already set there. So I had mindset to gain a half a pound of body weight per week. That's what's the last time I was messing with that. That's what I put in there. So if I adjusted my macros to 40, 30, 30, it still said that I was trying to gain a half a pound of body weight per week, no matter that that had changed. See what I'm saying? So don't worry about that. Just set up your 40, 30, 30 with the protein number as the goal, uh, ideal body weight goal, and then just follow trying to hit those numbers every single day. If you have questions about that, let me know. Make a video for you. It'd be fantastic. All kinds of fun. All right. But you have your abs that have come from Movement first and then the kitchen second. So you have to have both of those things. You cannot have one or the other. It's super easy to get it done. You just need to set up your routine so that you're following a program that will allow you to do that. And it's okay if you're uncomfortable with this. Nobody said that change was going to be comfortable. If you're the type of person that happens to be in that 70% of overweight or obese people in our United States population, that's okay. 
Let's just get you moving in the right direction, something nice and easy. I can help you with that with the Get Better Project, or you can go to your CrossFit gym if you think that that would be easier. There are some super awesome CrossFit gyms in the air, around the United States, around the world, with amazing people that can walk you through changing your life for the better, all right? It is just fantastic. I actually recently watched a season two of Killing the Fat Man, which I don't know that I loved the season two so much because they went way into some weird stuff about his uh, marriage and divorce and relationship rather than what it took to really get back on track with his CrossFit and fitness. But the first season was really good. And if you can get past this weird relationship stuff that they talk about in the second season, there's also some really good nuggets in there if you're the type of person that's struggling with with getting into shape. Or, like in Killing the Fat Man, they got him into shape. He got into this routine. He did it for a long time, lost a bunch of body fat, got super in shape. Then what we found out in season two is that he dropped off the bandwagon, stopped going. And then he started feeling like, he couldn't go back because people would judge him. What you don't know about the CrossFit community is that somehow they're put together with these incredible people for the most part that don't judge people that are doing that. When you walk in the door, even if you've rebounded and gained 30 pounds or whatnot, we're happy to see you. I'm always happy to see you. I get so stoked when somebody gains the courage to walk back in the door or walk in the door for the first time. You have to understand, if you go to the right place, the people are going to be so excited to see you for who you are, and that you're trying to better yourself. That's what's important. That's what we all care about. We're not judging. And I, I've told this to people recently, and I, I've said, literally said the words, I'm trying my best not to judge you, um, especially those of you that are that are moving in the right direction and trying to help yourself. I try my best to just understand, not judge, understand, not judge. So I, we try to understand where you are in your life and we get excited that you want to make yourself better. And these CrossFit gyms, they do that. And that's what I'm doing with the get better project. Same thing. I get so excited when somebody gets involved. I just can't even help it. Like I want to help as much as possible. I want to show them everything that I do that is simple, easy, quick. It's not hard. It doesn't take a full-time job to do this. It doesn't take hardly anything. You can do it way faster and easier than you think. You just have to change some of the habits that you have. I know I talk about habits and routines a lot, but that's really what it is. You know, if you look at anybody's day, you get up, you drink some water, go pee, whatnot. You go to work, you come home from work, you watch TV, you check social media, all of that stuff is a routine or a habit for you that you've created. You may have even created it subconsciously, but you just have to replace those habits with new ones that are beneficial for you. And they might even be hard. But what's the problem with having something that is hard? I don't really understand that. If it's hard, well, I guess I do understand it. Because for me, when I'm looking at or having people tell me what I should change with my sales for the Get Better Project, it is hard. And I have to kind of step back and try my best to not be defensive and just be like, okay, great, thanks for the feedback. You And if they actually have a right and are more successful than I am, I'm going to listen to them. I'm going to go make the changes. I'm going to go change the copy, change the pictures, 
you know, change how I do what I'm doing um, on that sales side. Because I'm not an expert at the sales. I'm an expert at teaching you how to get yourself into phenomenal shape, how to have a great time doing it, how to be a part of a very awesome, supportive community. That's what I'm really good at. But I'm learning and trying to be really good at the sales so that I can bring people into the program and actually give them what they want and what they need. And I understand that if you have somebody telling you what you should be doing and it it can be hard to not turn around and, and say, Oh, I, you know, I don't go to the gym because of this, this, or this, you know, my knees hurt. So I don't go to the gym. You don't know me. My knees hurt. You don't, you can't make my knees stop hurting. The truth is we, a good CrossFit coach, assuming that there's not something really crazy going on can probably make your knees stop hurting or your elbows or your past injury that you had, whatnot. There are ways of working through a lot of these things and the injuries that you might see that you think are not over able to be overcome. A lot of times they are, and it's crazy. It is so crazy. There's this guy actually in our, in my old CrossFit gym that walked in and he had fused, he had broken his back and he had vertebrae fused together. So he was like, I'm not sure I'm going to be able to do many of the things here. So I just want to let you know, but I wanted to know if you would modify things so that I can do them. It it was so fun because a few years later, or even a year, two years later, he's still working out at the gym as a full-time athlete. And he, I don't think he really has to change anything. So he came in thinking, oh, I want to get better. I don't know how I'm going to do it, but I trust you guys to help me out. And then it turned out that we were able to teach him how to move so well and he was able to get so strong that he adapted and his body got stronger he got more confident and now he's able to do everything pretty much everything and he is so fit it's amazing like this dude's got you know boom boom boom, abs totally ripped he's doing i think the last time i talked to him he was training for an iron man event which is so cool i mean fused vertebrae broken back training for an iron man crushing CrossFit, totally ripped. So for those of you that have these excuses because things hurt or you're not comfortable with it, you're listening to this for a reason, or you know somebody that you could forward this over to so that they could listen to it because we're all in this together. It's all about people. That's what it's all about. It's all about you. It's all about us connecting. It's all about us helping each other because we're all good at certain things. And we need to listen, ask questions, and see how we can help each other and let them know that it starts with movement. It doesn't start in the kitchen. But then the kitchen comes back around and then it becomes the kitchen. So get yourself moving and then start eating grass-fed, free-range, high-quality meats. Eat a ton of greens. Eat nuts and seeds. Eat very little sugar. Eat very, very little processed foods, all right? If it comes from a box, let's not eat it unless you have a particular reason for doing it. I would say if you're just getting started, I always tell people no boxed foods, nothing that's processed at all so that you know exactly what it is, right? It's got meat, it's got beans, it's got lettuce, it's got, you know, kale. You can see it. You put some guacamole on it. You have some almonds. There you go. It's delicious, Um, so you stay away from all of the stuff that's in a box. Yep. 
for right now, for as you're going. Once you have those abs, once you're looking back, then we can start start talking about how, you know, sweet potato chips, plantain chips. But we don't start with that type of stuff. Let's stay away from the bags, the boxes. Let's stay. You, you'd be amazed, amazed how much your body will just change by putting an exercise routine in place and eating whole, natural foods that are not processed. It will be amazing. All right, guys, so I've just been talking about this going on and on for 24 minutes now. I hope this was informative for you. I hope that it helps you or somebody that you know that you forward this podcast to to get up off their butt and either get into the Get Better Project or get into a CrossFit gym or, you know, go out and start moving. Oh, another side note, I was just in an RV park. It was, you know, a really high-end RV park. We're talking like super RVs all over the place. And I went out for a run which was cool. It was fun. I tried to run like all of the little loops in the RV park. And there was a bunch of people out there doing exercise. But here's the thing. They were all just walking. I bet they all have this daily walking routine. They go out, they say hi to their friends and that's all they do. Maybe they might go into the gym or do the water aerobics class or whatnot, but they're not changing. So are they doing something for themselves? They are but it's not really that much. Once their body gets used to it, which I'm sure they all were, um, they need to increase something or change something. They have to change the frequency, intensity, the time, or the type of movement that they're doing to have some adaptation. If they'd never been walking before, then that walking is probably going to be cool. Or let's say they're walking and they walked for 10 minutes the first day, 15 minutes the, the second week, 20 minutes the third week, 30 minutes you see... So they increase the time or they're actually keeping track of their pace and they change the intensity. Something has to change. You can't go out and be like, oh, I'm going to do the same routine over and over again and think that it's going to be beneficial for you for the long term. It's just not. Our bodies are not designed that way. They're not designed that way. Oh, one more last little trick. To reiterate how... There are some tips and tricks that can make things better for you and easier. A lot of times people think, oh, I get into a program, it's really hard, I got to eat like this, whatnot, and, you know, I just, I get it, but it's too hard for me. Tip before we get out of here. If you do some movement before you have a meal that you know is actually any meal, any type of food, your body is going to take that and use it in a more beneficial way than it would if you hadn't done that movement. So for example, even if you're going to go have some really good food, which you're going to have, right? Let's say you're going to Chipotle, you're going to get a salad there. It's going to be fantastic. Chipotle does a lot of work to get high quality meats and foods in there. Um, even though sometimes I know they can't always do that. They do a good job and I trust them. So let's say you're going to Chipotle, you're going to have, you know, Hopefully not the burrito because I don't really like the uh, tortilla there. You may or may not have some of the brown rice with the beans and all that stuff. Or you have a salad, right? Well, if you did like our daily challenge, right? We're doing 23 burpees a day every day in January. If you did that daily challenge and you did those 23 burpees fast as you could before you walked into that Chipotle and ate that food, your body will be storing or using that those nutrients for the triggered effects that happen when you're doing the burpees, even if it's only 23 burpees, or you can do, you know, 20 fast air squats or 20 push-ups. just that little trigger is a hack to tell your body what to do with what you're eating. It's fantastic. That's why every time that I have a cheat day or a cheat meal, I make sure 
always to do some sort of relatively hard exercise prior to doing that because I'm setting things in motion inside of my body, hormones and such, so that when that food comes in, even if it's a cheap food, let's say I'm going to go have a pizza, I'm setting up my body to have a better opportunity or a more positive approach to what that food is or nutrients are that are coming in. All right. It's a cool, really awesome hack that a lot of us use that you can use too. And sometimes you got to slip into the bathroom, just 20 air squats fast. You can get that lactic acid burn coming and then you sneak back out and you eat that food. Do it. It's really cool. All right, guys, that's what I have for you today. Remember, this podcast is brought to you by the Get Better Project, where I am putting on one of the coolest things that I've ever done. I was just telling Emily, it is the most cool thing, most fun thing, most thing that I think has the most impact on helping people get into awesome shape that I've ever done. So if you want to get involved with that, it's only $40 a month. You probably spend more than that on your coffee. I know I do. Go to the Get Better Project, thegetbetterproject.com. Click on programs and you'll see the Get Better Project daily workout program right there. Get involved. I will do an on-ramp with you where I will tell you or show you exactly how to get the most out of the program. We'll even get on a video call unless you don't want to. You don't have to, but I would love to. And make sure that your diet is set up. Make sure that we've talked about any particular past injuries or things like that that you've had and any way that I can help you to make the program more successful for you. So like I said, get over to thegetbetterproject.com. Let me know if you have any questions. And I would love to hear from you. Lastly, if you like this show at all or any of my shows, uh, please hit subscribe because I just found out that that is the most important thing in podcast land for you to head over to allaroundjoe.com slash iTunes and either hit subscribe if that takes you straight to the iTunes page or hit open iTunes or Apple Podcasts and hit subscribe. And that is the most beneficial thing apparently for this show. It's totally free. Remember that it's totally hundred percent free to subscribe and, uh, yeah, I would love it if you did so. All right, guys, hope you have a great day. The all around Joe podcast, where we optimize your human performance from my personal experience as an athlete, coach, and all around self-improvement junkie. I will see you on the next podcast.